At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome in. It is VEASAN's Bet Center on what is a loaded Sunday, to say the very least, for a Father's Day that usually it would be maybe a Game 7 in an NBA Final coupled with the U.S. Open and some baseball. No, no, no. We got a lot going today. The U.S. Open, obviously, well uh, well into the final round now at Torrey Pines. Bryson DeChambeau along with Louis Oosthuizen, tied at five under. DeChambeau is, a, is about eight and a half feet for par, excuse me, ten and a half feet for par on number 11 to stay at five. Mackenzie Hughes, Brooks, Brooks Kepka, Colin Morikawa, John Rahm, and Rory McIlroy all at four under. DeChambeau misses the putt to fall to four under. So now Louis Oosthuizen, who has his one major championship in the, in the Open Championship, a few years back, has finished second in every other major, <laughs> has the lead on the back nine, and a birdie putt on 10 to actually go up two on everyone else that he actually rolls in. So Oosthuizen with a two-shot lead now with everyone on the back nine, Josh Towers. It, what was that, 40 feet? It wasn't that far, but it was a reasonable length. It was a bomb, though, to put him up, too. And then we're seeing some shots coming down the stretch. Obviously, he just said it. Bryson gave one up. We saw Brooks on the par three go left, so we're not really sure with him. Rory's been um, pretty consistent, but he's just not getting too many birdies. He's one under. So, uh, you know, Ron Moore and Kyle are always dangerous. This is, this is turning into a good final finish, but wow, nice job by Louis Oosthuizen right there. Greg Peterson's to my left. I'm Jeff Parles. Of course, the voice you just heard is Josh Towers here on VEASAN's Bet Center. And Greg, again, uh, you're not a big golf better. You are a golf fan, though. Oh, so, uh, again, this leaderboard is absolutely loaded. And here we go now with someone finally breaking a little away the first time anyone has held a two-shot lead as soon as this round is started, once the leaders teed off. And of course it's Louis Oosthuizen, because all he does is compete in majors. I mean, every single time, like week in and week out, when you take a look at these smaller tournaments, you're never going to find Louis Oosthuizen on the leaderboard. But every single time you've got a major, it just feels like Louis Oosthuizen comes up big. He's now got a two-shot lead over Bryson DeChambeau and so many others. And for DeChambeau... He legitimately should be at minimum one stroke back, but he's just been killing himself with putting these last couple holes. So right now, that group at four, Kepka bogeyed the par three, 
Number 16, after an error tee shot, couldn't get up and down for par. So he's back to three. The four unders right now are DeChambeau, McElroy, Rom, Morikawa, and Mackenzie Hughes. It's just a absolutely wild leaderboard with, uh, again, f four of the top six in the world trying to catch down Louis Oosthuizen. And Mackenzie Hughes' birdie putt on 10 does not go. That would have brought him within the shot of Louis. So he stays in that group at four under. And Josh, again, a little higher scoring than we would usually see at a U.S. Open with a leader at six under. Yeah, I'm going back and looking at his first two rounds, too, for Louis Oosthuizen. Round one, obviously, was phenomenal. Uh Round two, even par, and then he's doing what he's doing right now. Um, wouldn't do round three. He was kind of all over the place round three. But the consistency now, this is uh, one under, staying steady. I mean, obviously our leaders kind of went backwards a little bit with Henley the overnight. Uh, he's plus three, sitting at, at two under. So it gave a lot of these guys the opportunity. And, again, you're just, you're just picking away. And Colin Morikawa, not getting too much talked about, but three under through 12, just having another one of these quiet, just awesome days for him and John Rom staying very consistent. I know he gave one back a second ago that he probably wish he, he didn't. Um, curious to see how this is going to finish. Obviously, 18's a, a scoring hole, but past 17 and 18 leading up to it, it gets kind of tough, and, and that's where they're coming right now. So I'll, I'll, I'm anxious to see. Um, also, I was telling Ben in the back, I wish they put Rory McIlroy on TV a little more. We're not getting any shots from him, really. Uh, they just showed him on a, on a tee shot, but again... Uh... Uh, not enough golf shots shown on the coverage. I'll that, give you that, that, too, that that's, yeah. that's all I'll say. Uh, as uh, Morikawa just just Ooh. scolded his fourth on the par five thirteenth. So uh, that's uh, that, that, that's going to be a problem for Morikawa, and more than likely going to lose at least a shot Wait, from that position. You're a golfer. Oh, a golfer in quotes, Josh. <laughs> That's a shot I would have Did your made. heart just hurt? Because I've done that. Isn't it recently? Oh, that, that, that's, that's a shot that I would have absolutely hit. And then probably would take six shots to get out of that rough I mean, right you there. have the entire shot played out in your head. You know exactly what you're going to do. And then you just blade it, and he goes over the green. Uh, that's very unfortunate because where he's at um, on 13, two strokes behind, that's going to cost him at least one, I would guess. That's a tough one to take right there. So Morikawa likely going to fall out of that collection Unless if it is an, really just an all-time golf shot. We almost <laughs> saw it from Brooks. Yes. Yeah, yeah. which uh, uh, Kepka could not get up and down on the 16th. But, uh, again, Louis Oosthuizen looking for major number two would be his first U.S. Open leading by two as everyone is now on the back nine yeah. here in the final round at Torrey Pines in the U.S. Open here in 2021. Other important things today. We do have a game seven later. We'll get to that in a few moments, Sixers and Hawks. There was one final in the NBA playoffs today. After what was quite possibly the most impressive half of Clipper basketball ever in game six against the, against the Utah Jazz, the Clippers uh, went to Phoenix. The Suns have been on rest for a week. The Clippers had less than 48 hours to get ready for that game. Greg Peterson, still no Kawhi Leonard. Good fight from L.A., not enough in the end. The Suns win at 120 to 114. They cover all numbers. The total goes well over the 220 and a half that it was most of the day. Devin Booker had to do more in this game because Chris Paul was out, obviously. There's a little bit of question as to what's going to be happening with the protocol that's involving Chris Paul right now, but what we do know is that Devin Booker's looking pretty darn good. He wound up having his first ever playoff triple-double, drops 40 points in this one, and I was impressed by DeAndre Ayton as well. He wound up fading a little bit towards the second half, but in that first half, he was just an absolute monster, doing everything for this team, and I really do think that the Suns are going to be able to make the NBA Finals, and whoever they wind up playing out there in the East because the Bucks, they wind up playing that exciting Game 7 yesterday. I think that they're going to have a good shot to be able to knock off either of those teams. And when it comes to the Phoenix Suns as well, what I really love is that they've just got now so many different ways to be able to win games because Devin Booker wound up taking over this one. When Chris Paul winds up getting back in this series, you know that he's going to do a good job of being able to run the show. And I'm just so impressed by the coaching job that has been done by this Phoenix Suns team as well because now they're a multifaceted team, which I feel like you couldn't say about them even back when they were making their run out there in the bubble. The Suns, uh, of course, a favorite in this series, about $2, uh, depending on where, where you were betting it. And, and look, you, you, you mentioned it, Greg. We don't know when we're going to see Chris Paul in this series. With a sprained ACL that Kawhi Leonard has in that right knee, we're more than likely not going to see him either, even though the mm -hmm. Clippers have played it pretty coy so far. But 
to sprained ACL, yeah, uh, you're not going to rush him back. And even if he does play, he might be, be sort hindered. of James Harden 2.0. Yeah. So, but 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 Josh, now like for Phoenix, this is their first go around into the into this round. Of course, the Clippers are making their first Fourier into this round in, in franchise history. But Paul George has been in the conference finals before when he was in the, in right. in Indiana. Just how important is just getting Game One, especially with CP3 not there today? That's what I was thinking. I mean, it's is it an upset or is it because you saw the reaction and Devin Booker well, Phoenix, at the end well, looked Phoenix really good. was favored by four, so right, understandable. But you know how big CP three's been for this team. But then on the flip side, you have Kawhi out, and, and internally, does that offset or, or are we still a? Uh, I mean, the, the, well, I'm thinking from the Suns' perspective of not having the importance of Paul out there again. Does it does it diminish anything knowing that Kawhi wasn't on the other side? Does it make them a little bit more equal to us? Obviously, a great game, low scoring in the beginning, and the middle two quarters just jumped. Um, Pretty impressive. I mean, the Clippers did have a, a nice size lead at one point. Great timeout by the Suns, and then that just flip flopped and momentum carried them to the end of the game. So, um, I, I like again. I'm just trying to think about it from both perspectives because they're both obviously missing two key pieces to their puzzle. Kawhi Leonard uncertain for Game Two. That's the status, but we know that that's a little bit uh, optimistic at this point. Game Two, two nights from now, mm-hmm. nine o'clock Eastern, six o'clock local in Phoenix. On Tuesday night, Suns leading that series one game to none. By the way, DeChambeau is all in all sorts of problems right now, Josh he's, Towers, on number 12. It seems like the last couple holes, his tee shots have been a little bit errant. Uh, yeah, he's not in. We can't see the ball. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah. I can barely see the top of his shoes, but uh, yeah, he let it eat. I know that. I'll see. We'll see where DeChambeau goes again. He Louis Oosthuizen. Currently, wow. well, that's a heck of a that's shot a by DeChambeau. Legitimately couldn't <laughs> see the ball, got it to the edge of the green. So, two putts, that'd be totally fine for DeChambeau right there. And I looked at that shot, it's like, oh, that doesn't look too great. And came out roses. Yeah. Uh, to have the distance control of that shot with all that grass, I mean, he could have came up and hit it a half an inch behind the ball. He could have scolded and it stays low. I mean, for him to, to hit a shot like that out of that, super impressive. Rory uh, just bogeyed. Uh, the par, the par three, eleventh. Uh, so he falls back to three unders. So he's out of that collection of four unders. Colin Morikawa is going to join Rory McIlroy at least as that bogey putt doinks oh. off. So Morikawa with a total implosion on the thirteenth. Yes. The par five ends up with a seven. So he's back to two unders. So the the picture starting to to clear a little bit now after being very. <laughs> Congested there for a few holes. Uh, Kepka, Kepka from, from the fairway uh, there on number 17 uh, knocks it to about about 10 feet there. So of a putt for three on 17 at three under. But again, the the, the picture starting to get clearer here. Mm-hmm. Ustazen with a two shot lead over Rom and DeChambeau. Ustazen at six, DeChambeau and Rom at four. And others starting to back up a little bit. Rory and Kepka back at three, and now Morikawa, who had been in it all day, now back at two under after that disastrous 13th. And Kepka has a chance to be able to get to four under on this hole. I like the shot that he just wound up putting on there in the green. And if Kepka can get to four under going into the clubhouse, we're seeing a whole bunch of guys on 13, 14, 15. If you can just get par on these holes right now, it's very good for you because 17 and 18 have been playing relatively friendly right now, so the big thing is just being able to get pars if you're a little bit back of Kepka right now. You can definitely get 18, obviously. I would say at this point, five. he has a chance to get 5 under. Yeah, yeah a real a chance. Finish. By the way, Kepka putting for birdie on 17 after Oosthuizen short-sided himself on the par 3 11th. Kepka left to right putt. Ooh. Just missed. Wow, what a putt. Just missed. I'll say what, the the, the tee shot for Louis Eustace, and was it the par three we just saw? Yeah. Um, well, right. I mean, he, he puts the club up and points right. It was definitely right. I think the one short side of your right, but I think the benefit to that shot is, and, and, I mean, when he first hit it, you thought this was this was going to be awful. Uh, trampled down grass. The ball was yep. looking like it was sitting up pretty good from all the fans because he went on the back side of him. So we'll see what happens, but not a good tee shot, but maybe not the end of the world for him at this point. Let's go back to the NBA, guys. Game seven tonight in Philadelphia. We, we will be... Breaking that this game down in volume as we go through the program here. This one will tip at 8 o'clock Eastern time in the city of brotherly love. Sixers right now, seven-point favorites consensus. Uh, I will be completely, uh, well, of course I'll be honest with you guys. I'm stunned 
that this line is as big as it is. And it was similar to what it was in Game 5. It was close 7, 7.5, Game 5, now 7. Again, with these games back in Philadelphia for Game 7. But even if Philly gets out big, I don't trust them to hold the lead and not let at least Atlanta creep back in. Uh, obviously, the collapses in Game 4 and Game 5, that's the only reason we're still playing here. Sixers probably should have won the series in five games. Uh, but... Josh, just with the way the series has gone, total, by the way, 215. You and I were talking about the total before yeah. the show. You kind of like this game over. Yeah, I do. Very similar to last night's game, the Bucks-Nets uh, game. I mean, I, I, I get the number. I don't mind the number. They, these guys were higher scoring earlier. That was before some injuries crept in, and now it's obviously calmed down the last two games. I mean, it was 215, I guess, two games ago, uh, lower scoring last game. I do. I just think that down the stretch, it's not college basketball. Obviously, they don't foul quite that much, but I just think there's a little bit more emphasis on scoring, and I think that we'll get a couple extra points here and there. So I actually don't mind the over in this game. I feel you on the seven. I uh, just, I mean, if you took the seven the last three games, you were good. I don't know. <laughs> It, got, it was creative to get there and all those yeah, yeah. and all those ones. Hawks did not cover the other night. The uh, closing number. Was, how's this play? How's this going to play out? Yeah, I, I think Philly's going to win. I is, think Philly's going to win. Does Atlanta believe in themselves? I, why, why wouldn't they? I, last game? I, again, this is the thing, Josh. Like Atlanta, Atlanta legitimately has played five good quarters in this whole series, and they're in the game seven. I would feel pretty darn good if that was the case. Where I know I haven't even played particularly well, right. and I'm again, you don't think this way, but. Philadelphia is a superior team. You almost never see results like this in the NBA where the inferior team plays five quarters out of right now 24 that, are, that were, they're clearly the better team and they force a game seven. Hoops, what team shows up? The team that won in Philly or the team that blew the lead at home last game? I think you're going to see something in the middle. And right now my big question is which of the role players for the Philadelphia 76ers winds up being able to step up? As we've got a ball in a tree? <laughs> that is Mackenzie Hughes, who went into the... I don't think I've ever seen that before in a big spot. Remember when Rory had to climb the tree one time yeah. and actually take a swing? He's yeah. not going to be able to do that here. Uh, he was not happy when he took his swing. Obviously, he hooked it dead left. <laughs> he kicked his club. And then, uh, and, I mean, again, if it doesn't go in the tree, it's actually on the other tee box of the other hole. Very unfortunate. I've actually never seen a ball stuck like that. But That now, is amazing. Well, Mackenzie Hughes more than likely going to be falling off of that uh, that crew at four under we don't, here. We don't have yeah. that problem here in Vegas. We don't have trees to get the ball stuck in. No, no. Well, maybe we get it get it stuck in a in a <laughs> snake hole in the yeah. desert. That would be the bigger issue there. Uh, what do you do? I mean, obviously we're going to drop roll. You can't climb. What's what's a, a tree? What do you do? It's an unplay. Doesn't it have to be an unplayable? Right, Josh? They're negotiating this right now. He's not happy. But how bad do you want to go up there and hit that? I I, I don't want to. I don't know. Uh, we, we, they'll, they'll keep us updated and aided in a, a prize of that. DeShambo, by the way, needs this from about 10 feet for par on 12 to stay at four. And DeShambo misses another oh. putt. So DeShambo's back to three. So uh, DeShambo falling out of things now. So, again, it's starting to crystallize a little bit. Louis Oosthuizen with a two-shot lead right now over John Rahm. At six under for Oosthuizen. Rahm and Hughes at four. But Hughes is in a tree on number 11. So it could be real tough for him to stay at four. We get back more on the Sixers and the Hawks. We're going to keep breaking that game down next here on VEASAN's Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. It's Visa's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Farles, Greg Peterson, Josh Towers. Live from Circa, there's a lot happening right now. U.S. Yeah. Open, everyone on the back nine. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes, by the way, the uh, the ball stuck in the tree fiasco uh, ended up in an unplayable lie and a drop, and now he has about, what do you say that is, Josh Towers, about 20 feet for bogey. So Mackenzie Hughes is going to fall out of the mix here in all likelihood. So, again, this was when we came on the air, it was cloudy, very tight. About nine guys within one shot. Since we've come on the air, Louis Oosthuizen does have some breathing room now at six under par over John Rahm, who is two shots back. Rory just went bunker to bunker on number 12, so Rory looks like he's fallen out of it a little bit. Uh, just getting some live odds real quickly here from DraftKings as John Rahm is a birdie putt on the par 5 13th. If Rahm knocks this in, this is where this can get interesting because Oosthuizen still has to get up and down on the par 311th. Uh, so a big putt here for number one in the world right now. If Rom makes this, the pressure then swings back to Louie. As Rom from about 14 feet, birdie putt is no nope. good wide right. So Rom right now will have a par putt to stay two back. Live odds right now at DraftKings. Oosthuizen at plus 120, your favorite. Plus wow. 188 on Rom, 5-1 on DeChambeau. Kepka at 16 to 1, Rory at 20 to 1, everyone else is 50 to 1 or longer right now. We also do have a new leader in the clubhouse. That is Harris English, who is now in a tie for fourth. He gets in at three under. Probably won't be enough, but right now that is the number to beat of the numbers off the course. He's been great this year. Yeah. The Very whole, good. Yeah. The whole season, he's been fantastic. Good to see him. Obviously, three under today. Uh, I mean, listen, I don't, it's not going to get it done, but nice to post that. Put a little pressure. Uh, did we by any chance see Usain's second shot? Did I miss this? Are we not hit it yet? Are we still waiting for McKenzie. I, I we're, we're, on, now, right? we're on Hughes putting now. Rory's in the bunker on 12 with a very awkward stance on the back. I thought a horrible spot that ball's in for Rory. That's uh, that long bar four, too. On, on number 12. Hughes' putt on 11 for bogey's no good. So Mackenzie Hughes is going to fall back to two over after going, or excuse me, two under after going in the tree. Rory is, I don't even, where did that ball even go? I don't know, but I mean, it's almost an impossible shot. Yeah, I, two so, inches so, to, to get steep on the ball. You're downhill. Your left foot's a foot and a half, two feet below your, or sorry, your, yeah, below your right foot. I mean, for him to even gouge that out and get on the green would have been impressive. I didn't see where it went. I don't know where that went. Sure. All I know is Rory, Rory's about to fall off as well. So, it again, getting clearer, Oosthuizen and Rom. Oh, Rory went bunker well, bunker into the other into the same bunker. Oh. There it is, Josh. Well, you see what happened. He's like because of the speed I mean, of the it, shot. It, it's such it, a hard, it opens hard up shot. And he kind of hosels it and shoots dead right on him. Yeah. Uh, this one is not going to get any easier, by the way, for him. So Oosthuizen has a par putt on 11 from about 14 feet. Okay, so that was. His so if Oosthuizen makes this, he'll retain a two-shot lead on Rom, who just parred number 13. 
Ustazen's par putt's going to come up short. So short sided ends up in a bogey for Ustazen. It's back to one. So Louie up one on Rom. Through 11 for Ustazen, through 13 for num- world's number one, John Rom. Uh, have we seen Kepka at all recently? Uh, I, I, we have not saw the shot live, but his tee shot looked like on 18. Uh, it looked like it went, I'm, I'm going to guess it's within the sand from the profile that I'm looking at. His second shot looks like it's uh, right of the green as well. I don't know what it looks like. He, I mean, he could have a chance to get up and down, obviously, for birdie still on the hole. But, yeah, the tee shot wasn't in the fairway. Rough green side for Kepka and two on 18. So there you go. As we're watching Rory McIlroy make a mess of the par four 12th, where actually it's even worse than being in the bunker, Josh. We can't even see. We can't even see the ball uh, in the rough again. U.S. Open rough, fully in play at Torrey Pines. So uh, good luck here for Rory, whose tournament uh, looks like is uh, going to be coming uh, coming up short. Even though they did pretty well with that, we'll have a pretty reasonable bogey putt. Uh, on 12, so he'll have back-to-back bogeys to fall back to uh, fall back to two under. Uh, so right now, Ustay's in the five, Rahm at four, DeChambeau and Kepka at three, McElroy technically at three, he won't stay there, and Harris English again, the low man in the clubhouse right now, 68 on the round to uh, three under, but DeChambeau's walking up to number 13, so an opportunity his here, drivers left even though he oh. did not he did not like that tee shot did you, at all there, did you Josh Towers. Did you just spin out of that? Yeah. And it's not the end of the world where it's no, at. He's, it's going, he's going into trampled on grass there. He is there, yeah. So, DeChambeau in the rough on number 13 on the after the tee shot. He's got to clean up, like, I, I get your whole tee shot at, you know, I mean, he's a well-rounded golfer. He's got to clean up the tee shot thing. He's still trying to be, you know, overly dramatic with it. It's not really the play right now. When we get back, we will give you the updated odds. Right now, Louis Oosthuizen leading John Rahm by a shot, and that's how the market is playing. We'll give you those updated odds next on the U.S. Open on VEASAN. Summer, it's time to update your sports betting wardrobe with some new VEASAN gear. We've got hats, shirts, mugs with the VEASAN logo on them, or you can get the fun sports bet- betting sayings like cash and tickets is what it's all about, and it's not under till it's over. Visit the VEASAN store at VEASAN.com store and find the perfect item for yourself as a gift or for someone else. VEASAN.com store for more. See, nice shirts on there. The cash and tickets is what it's all about with uh, with Brent Musburger's face on it. you got to go right. get your get yours today. I know you have yours, Greg Peterson. I'm going to get some face bombs here, but it's never too early to start Christmas shopping. My mom does that in, like, February. <laughs> well, well, we're five days from now, we're halfway home. So there you go. Christmas in July. Yeah, why not? Well, did miss it. I would very much like uh, Christmas in July at this point with how, uh, how hot it's been the last few days. Kepka's going to bogey 18. As he misses the par putt, I, what happened here, Josh? I I think the you just you just miss it. He just missed it. Yeah, yeah. I, it's more so. It was the the third shot that he flubbed into the sand that kind of just deflated him. So Kepka's going to end up at two under. So Harris Harris English, all alone, is your leader in the clubhouse, still at three under. We were just talking a few minutes ago about hey, Brooks Kepka has a chance at five under, and instead he finishes happened. at two. Man, that's, that's a, a horrible ending for Kepka. Who <laughs> no one saw that one coming. Yeah, again, uh, uh, top tens, top twenties, good on Kepka. Which, by the way, with your with your mar- your 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 other markets, your top tens, your top twenty markets. If you're watching right now, top twenty somehow is all the way back at plus two. So there are a few guys who look dead on those top twenty markets today. That are going to sneak their way into a chop here, it looks like. Can we talk about your boy Guido real quick? Yeah, go right ahead. Yes. I mean, you said something about, I mean, listen, he's, he finished with 300 today, by the way. Yeah, so, uh, Top uh, five. so Josh is talking about Guido Migliosi, who is 23 years old, or 24-year-old from Italy, who's been awesome on the European tour this year. That's my point. Yeah. So what were you, give me the numbers again. You said so top 20. I, so, so, so. Top 20, I need to, I'll need to double check the top 20s. I okay. know the top 30 and top 40 because... My dad went ahead and bet both of these. Top 30 was plus 550. Top 40 was plus 400. 
which is a wild number at top 40. I believe the top 20 was plus 780, if memory serves me correctly, but I'll have to double-check well, that. And when you start going down these lists of last tournament, this tournament, we start looking at a lot of things. Like, that's an important factor. I, I don't care where you're playing. When you're hot, you're hot. And again, referencing the NFL, we see it all the time with wildcard teams and who has to work the last few weeks to win some games and get in. It's the same thing in this. Like In, in, in baseball, we see it too. It's why I kind of stick to like if somebody's hot or they're cold, vice versa. Especially starting pitching can be the one factor that really hampers a game or takes over a game. And it's the same thing in this. I think we're seeing it a few times with certain players, whether they've been on tour or they've been elsewhere, that have been playing really well that maybe we don't get the publicity and then they come in here and put up a good showing, and then we go, where did Guido come from? Where did Migliozzi come from? And then you go, well, should have done your research, Josh, because this is what he's been doing. And then you guys can find, especially on the East Coast, great numbers or certain numbers. I'll take a top 40. Yeah, look, look. For And I will say this, especially, again, like last week, Gary Kigo. Again, a little it's bit different. A, a little bit different because it was a weaker field last week, but Higo was awesome. In Europe yes. this year. He'd been top five, top ten, won, won twice in Spain. Uh, comes across, wins his first PGA event. Uh, obviously didn't work out this week. He missed a cut at Torrey Pines, but so be it. What are you going to do? Hang over from the win and Torrey Pines. Yeah, honestly, it could be. The, the, uh, that's, a, the, that's a life-changing thing that and, happened. And, 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 and Josh, uh, have you played Torrey Pines? By the way? I have not, but yeah. after, as oh, far as they're making a look, is, I want to play. DeChambeau is making a oh. mess of 13 here. He's gone. Tee shot and rough, second shot and rough, third shot in the bunker. So a mess for DeChambeau. That was the most impressive thing he's done all day. The blind flip throw of the club yeah. that this fell right into his caddy's hands perfectly. The one that thing I will tell you, though, Josh, real quick, over at the Westgate, who's who, Jeff Sherman and company doing yep. a great job yes, they do. um, uh, doing in progress here. John Rahm is now the favorite, a shot behind, because he just hit an awesome shot uh, on uh, on the 14th. Again, trailing Ustazen by one. Rahm right now plus 110, Ustazen plus 130. Everyone else is twelve to one or longer. I would not want to take it on anyone else at this point. This is no. this is Louis or Rom at this point. This is where we're at uh, for that. Oh, there's Matt Wolf right now. Matt Wolf, who's uh, had a uh, second straight year in the mix going into the final round, and a, a, a rough final round again for Wolf was back at two had over. Five bogeys in his last seven holes. Oh, yeah, last five, of like course, seven Greg holes. Peterson. He has for sure. Imagine that. Where is that young man at? He did have five bogeys in the last six or seven holes. Yeah, so he is putting for, uh, again, this is one of those. This is an important. Wolf is the one guy to watch for your top 20 markets. He's one of the key ones who has fallen back to two to get the chop back in. That birdie putt is no good, so he stays at two over. So important for top 20 markets is Matt Wolf staying at two over, Dustin Johnson staying at two over. Those are the key ones. Still on the course. That's another thing to look at, too. Matt obviously hasn't been playing very well this uh -huh. year. He had to take a little no, bit of a break. Hurt. Yeah, and then he comes back and he does well, which he done well in this tournament last year as well. But now the finish is, I mean, like Hoops just said, the finish is a major setback. Five bogeys in your last six to seven holes. How does he... How does he end this tournament? Does he is it this is a positive thing for next week and moving forward in this tournament? Is this a negative thing because of how he finished today? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, this is all things that we need to look for when we're talking about winners. We're talking about top 20s. I don't know how I feel about Matt. I mean, today was a fade day, I thought, for him anyways. I didn't know that it was going to end up like this, but it, it, it's a lot to ask. And, and again, the mental side of who's in his corner as a coach, is this a positive outcome for this week, or is it now turned to, oh, my God? John Rahm for birdie to tie. The putt is no good. That's the third one I've seen where so, he thought it was going to do something slightly different. So Louis Oosthuizen still has a one-shot lead, but again, Rom has some gettable holes to get. Also, Xander Shoffley back to two under with 17 and 18 to play. Mm -hmm. And remember, three under right now is the leader in the clubhouse, Harris English, the one who's the leader in the clubhouse. Oosthuizen at five, Rom at four. Again, I think if anyone gets to six, they're your winner. That's how I feel about this at this point, Josh Towers. You get the six, you're probably winning. Five may be enough, though. Well, then we're betting Louie. There you go. <laughs> Louie it is. What's his numbers now? Because when he had a two-stroke lead, even though his tee shot went Aaron. So, so, so Usti's back to even now. Okay. He's the Minus favorite. Gotcha. Uh, these are from the Westgate right now. Usti at even. Rahm at plus 150. Uh, Anyone? No one else is shorter. The Shambo's twenty-two to one. Ever so, yeah. it's, it's it's two horses right now. Yeah, you're gonna have to. Somebody's gonna have to just absolutely go crazy. I mean, some of these guys on through eleven through twelve are just gonna have to go on fire to finish, which is we haven't seen yet. Shoffley in the final hole or two is really gonna need to just mm -hmm. go for it. You want a little fifty to one on Shoffley, Greg Peterson? You want a little of it? 
50 to 1 actually isn't terrible. It's just going to be so tough to be able to make that sort of a run to be able to get two birdies and two holes. Yeah, I, I don't I don't want it. That's all I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> when we get back, uh, more on the U.S. Open, more on Game 7 in Philadelphia and Atlanta, and also a seven-inning Sunday night baseball game to preview. Of course. Of course it is. Braves and Cardinals, second game of the doubleheader. We're looking at that next as we roll along here on VEASAN's Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. to the Indeed.com studio. Resumes are good, but resumes with an Indeed skills test are better. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. A lot going on here on a Sunday on VEASAN's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Barles, Greg Peterson, Josh Towers. Josh Towers beat you today in the uh, well-dressed category hoop. Sorry. Tower, towers out, did you? I, I I can't be mad. I mean, take a look at that suit. That is an A-plus <laughs> suit right there. I am happy to be second today. Josh, uh, where did uh, – so quick, let's go to the golf here real quick, yep. and then we'll look at Sunday Night Baseball. Louis Eustacen just made a par putt on 12, but John Rahm in a whole boatload of trouble on the long, long par for 15. I was thinking about that, too, when he hit it. Obviously, he was uh, right. It's it's one of those things, too, I'm, I'm starting to think where – you don't want to be just right. You know, you don't want to I hit a respectful shot, but I just missed the fairway because then you're dead. When you're as right as John was, you're actually fine because this has been trampled down. The ball was sitting up. So, I mean, he's going to get clubbed to the ball. It's not like the shots that we just saw in Bryson DeChambeau where he was he was dead twice in a row. There's not much you can do. So, I actually don't think Rom's going to be too bad when he walks up and sees where the ball is. Again, the tee shot was bad, but in this particular course today, it seems like bad is better than, ah, 
you know? Right. So right now in your live markets, Louis Oosthuizen, and you're laying a price right now if you want him. Minus 125. It's fluctuating. Rom up to plus 170. Uh, DeChambeau, DeChambeau nearly dunked one, dunked his fourth shot on the 13th into a empty case of beer. So DeChambeau's in a whole boatload of trouble there. He's not going to stay at three. You think it was empty? I think the case was empty. Was yes. empty. I, I would hope it was. Why would you just leave it sitting on the ground like that? You know, just you, you the, could lose a few beers there if someone well, knocks it in. I'm just saying maybe they had to move because the ball was there, but they couldn't take their beer with them. So it's like, hold on a second. Will you mind signing that for me while you hit that shot there, Bryson? Um, yeah, that's unfortunate. Okay, so what happens? I mean, obviously, this is something that somebody placed there, and the ball accidentally hits it. It goes up against it. When they move that box, the ball is going to move. I assume there's no penalty, obviously, to that. I don't know the rules completely on golf. There's too many of them for me to fully understand. But what happens? Lift clean the place. He's going to probably get a free drop anyways because he's going to be on the cart path. He was. He was on the cart path. His feet. His feet were on the cart path. You're right. At least right. one of them is going to be. Yeah. So, well, we'll see. We'll see again. Uh, Xander Shoffley uh, making a mess of seven again. This golf course is very hard. <laughs> Just throwing out the obvious. This golf course is very difficult. The South Course at Torrey Pines, and again. The scoring has been a little bit higher than I would have expected. Remember, mm-hmm. Tiger won under when he won his miraculous one-on-one leg back in 2008 over Rocco Mediate, again needing an extra 19 to yeah. beat Rocco uh, back in 2008. But uh, look, uh, right now, nitty-gritty here. Now the South African, Louis Oosthuizen, with a one-shot lead. Remember, Oosthuizen does have one career major. He won the Open Championship across the pond and that this, is his only major, but he has finished second in every other major as well. And this would be his first win on U.S. soil. Yes, and that and, <laughs> and it would. And, and 2010 was his, his yeah. championship in the Open. Yeah, They're 11 years ago now. Guy's been so consistent. Oh, DeChambeau, they, I, this would, is such a mess for DeChambeau. I feel now. like the the relief if it was was worse. <laughs> it feels like he's been on this hole for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> wow, where did that shot even go? I couldn't tell you. I, I, I I, he was trying to cut like a little chip shot. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it there is. Down the hill. Yeah. All right. So Deshambo's looking at seven if he's lucky on the par five, so he's going <laughs> to fall back. Uh, ben Wilson, our great producer who hosts the show with Josh on uh, Saturdays, one under right now. If anyone falls back to one under, and Deshambo's in danger of doing that here, all the tied for tens. So, again, these, this is why betting golf is so much fun. Tied for 10 would co- end up being minus one, which looked like that had no chance at the beginning <laughs> of the day. Two over for top 20. So, a lot of guys who you may, again, this is why you never throw away a physical ticket if you have one. Oh, yeah. And, thankfully, with the mobile app, you don't lose a ticket until it's actually lost. And, Jeff, you were mentioning how the scoring was a little bit lower than what you'd expect. I really feel like the first day or two, the scoring was really good, and now it is just playing so difficult because anyone that can make a putt from outside, I would say, eight feet, they're in great shape right now. Yeah, well, also Ben just updated my ear. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes has already fell back to minus one, so that now is a T10 for top ten. Our guy, uh, Guido Migliosi, might end up in the top five when this is all said and done. (laughs) But who knows how great that price would have been there. Uh, Shoffley Shoffley shaking his head. He didn't like where he's at now in uh, 17, so it looks like Shoffley uh, may have had a a, a one-hole glimpse of hope, and that might be going all the way uh, gone for Xander, who again playing in his home course here at Torrey Pines. Uh, let's shift over to baseball real quick. Sunday night baseball, seven innings. You ready for it, guys? <laughs> Unfortunately. Seven, seven innings. Uh, Kim Come and Smiley on. tonight, the pitching matchup uh, for the Cardinals and the Braves. St. Louis finally won a game again. They, they hammered the Braves in game one of this doubleheader today, Greg. Uh, again, seven innings. Total seven and a half. Cardinals about plus 120. Braves minus 130 on your dime line. Greg, I would look to bet the Cardinals here yep. just because Drew Smiley, even though he's had his moments of good. 15 home runs and 57 innings. Yeah, up by Drew I, Smiley. I, I just, Drew Smiley's still to me a guy I fade. By the way, DeChambeau did end up with a seven. So DeChambeau on the back nine has gone par, bogey, bogey, double bogey. He is now back to one under, which is eighth. Oh. Uh, and now two under now, Josh, is tied for fourth. So, uh, yeah, Migliosi now in the top five, by the way. So <laughs> there you go. But but Greg, um, back to this game tonight. God. Kim has had a, again a little inconsistent here and there. 
But he's been when he's been good, he's been quite good this year. I think the question is, how does Kwon Young Kim look in the first inning? Because he's been dealing with some injuries, and he's uncharacteristically given out a lot of walks. Watching him back into KBO a few years ago, the specialty of he and so many pitchers that actually come over from the KBO is the fact that they don't give out a lot of walks. They're going to give up hits. They're going to give up contact. You're never going to see these guys give you like 13 strikeouts per nine innings or anything like that. But the specialty is they do a good job of being able to locate. They do a good job of not putting you on base cheaply. And that's what we've seen from Kwon Young Kim. But even with that, there's just no way I could take Drew Smiley. 720 home ERA. He is pitching out there in a pitcher-friendly ballpark. He's a little bit more of a fly ball pitcher. This ballpark does not suit him well at all, and the Atlanta Braves are backing him up with a bullpen that is below average right now. A.J. Minter has not been good for this team. You expected a little bit more out of Will Smith. Edgar Santana has not come in and done a very good job for this team. The long guy, Josh Chomlin, he's got an ERA that's hovering right around five, so there's just not a lot of redeeming qualities right now. Here's one other thing to look at here, and I want to bring this up because bullpen was utilized today in the blowout. Yep. This is game two of the doubleheader. The Braves play a doubleheader again tomorrow in New York. And they have to travel to New York. Right. So, Josh, this is one of those where you're the starting pitcher here. It's like, I got to give my guys some innings here. I got to go at least in a seven-inning game. I got to go at least five innings here if you're Drew Smiley. Well, there's a lot going on in this game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you do want that for sure. Uh, five innings, again, you didn't really do anything if you have five innings. But well, it is a seven-inning seven inning game. game it's a little bit different. different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, traveling to New York after a night game from Atlanta, not the end of the world, not the most fun either, is what it is. Um Couple things. One, in, in 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 Asia, you don't strike out a lot of guys. They just don't strike out. Their right. bats are quality. Uh, it's more contact based. It's 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 crazy. So it does change when you get here with the strikeouts. The walks is another thing that changes as well because you know your hitters. But when we come to the United States from different countries, we know their names and we have a there, there's we have a tendency at times to look at the name on the back of the jersey and not the front of the jersey, and we give him a little credit until we get comfortable. He had 12 walks in 45 innings before last game, and then he had five walks. Now, again, he offset the five walks and only giving up one run and three hits, the caveat. So he actually threw well, Kim, for the Cardinals, that is. Um, but he has given up runs in, in every game, and, and, and there was only three innings prior to that where he didn't have his best game either. So, I mean, we have seen the consistencies in him, and but who, who would have thought – that these two teams will be in fourth place at this point in the season. I mean, both teams is underachieving tremendously. I would say the Braves are the bigger disappointment. Because at least, at least the Cardinals, that division is jumbled right now. The Cubs have kind of have struggled this past week. They lost three out of four to the Mets, lost two out of three to Miami. The Brewers played just a wackadoo core series in Colorado, managing to split four even with losing the Burns and Woodruff start. And the Rockies have actually been The Rockies have been reasonable. They've been a baseball team at home. They've been a baseball (laughs) team at home. On the road. Unlike unlike on the road. By the way, Rahm is a putt to tie for the lead all of a sudden. I'm I'm going to take John Rahm before he... uh, Well, actually, he might have missed the putt based off of the way that the line just moved. So, I may wait a second there on betting uh, Rahm. But, uh, but, But Josh... For Atlanta, fifteen home runs for Smiley in fifty-six. Yeah, yeah. For 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 the Braves, uh, obviously, Ozuna's not probably not going to play again this year with uh, the issues off the field. No, uh, Darno is still months away with that thumb. That's the big thing. For and, them. and that's the big thing. You look at you look at that team, that pitching staff. Even though Darno's not the greatest defensive catcher in the world. He See, means a ton. He means a ton with with calling the game, keeping the guys, keeping your pitching staff. Composed, Josh, and the way that their backup catchers are, it just hasn't happened. And you see with the pitching staff struggling. See, on the flip side to that, I had Darno twice with me um, when I was coaching, and I right. thought he was probably one of the best defense catchers I've ever seen. As a game, they're just a, yeah, especially game calling. He's okay. a genius to him. So, it was, um, and, and the pride and everything else he does, like yeah, I would, I would, I thought that was one of the best things Tampa had going for them, and then obviously the Braves sign him, and that's the whole thing. Just making sure Travis stays on the field. He had had problems in his past. The last year plus has been good for him, um, but that I mean it, that goes. It's it's so hard for us to see it on, on this side of not being on the field and understanding the value that a guy like Travis brings to that pitching staff. And mm-hmm. I think we're really seeing it because they clearly are not pitching well. No, Collective. not at all. Not at all. Uh, game, that, that game starts in a few moments. Cardinals, finally, again, the Cardinals have been at a free fall, and yet they're still in the race. Struggling, yeah. Um, Goldschmidt's hitting like 250 this yeah, year. Yeah, uh, they, they're one game over 500. Atlanta, again, four games under 500. Currently in fourth place after the Nats took three out of four from the Mets as uh, 
Uh, the Braves will see the Mets for four this week, including that double dip uh, tomorrow. John Rahm whips out a birdie putt. He's still one back of Louis Oosthuizen and as they play, continues on there at Torrey Pines. Only a few holes left. Louis Oosthuizen at about a minus-130 favorite right now, consensus to win his first U.S. Open and would be his second major. And as Greg Peterson correctly pointed out before, it would be his first win ever on U.S. soil for a guy that good. Absolutely <laughs> amazing. He's never won in the U.S. before. When we get back here on VEASAN's Bet Center, we continue updating the golf and more of a preview of Sixers-Hawks Game 7. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.